that's really it's cool now to see where we are, where we came from, which was nothing. And now being able to, to actually teach, because you don't really know what you're doing until you teach it. So that's a big thing, because we have you know, that huge education platform now that you know, we're able to teach wholesalers um, nationwide. ready when you are yeah hey so we have uh ceo of real step um here javier suarez with us one of the biggest wholesalers here in the usa uh welcome to the show javier thank you great to be here boys thanks for having yeah. me i really appreciate the time yeah no thank thank you for taking the time especially on uh sunday you know <laughs> Definitely. Um, so Javier, um, so for our audience that don't really know who you are, uh, if you can give them a quick brief, a uh, little background about yourself, you know, um, how old you, how old you are now and, um, what, uh, started. yeah, how, how old you were when you first started and, uh, a little bit of like family background. For sure, man. Um, so actually I turned 26. Uh, about a month ago, um, so super humbled. I didn't think I'd be alive at this point. Didn't think I'd be anywhere where I am today. Uh, so by the you know, glory of God, man, um, you know, I'm healthy, 26 years old. And um, yeah, man, uh, I got into real estate when I was about uh, 12, actually. <laughs> yeah, crazy story. So my family actually came from Cuba. Okay. And, um, they actually own a lot of commercial real estate, had a lot of buildings. Um, they actually ended up, I don't know if you guys know this, but they had to leave Cuba because the dictatorship, they left everything behind. And um, my grandmother started from nothing and uh, she actually became a realtor. Uh, oh, wow. A super low barrier of entry, right? She mm -hmm. actually spoke Spanish, you know, at the time, you know, was actually helping minorities in our community in Washington, D.C. So she was actually one of the first realtors mm -hmm. to help uh, the minorities in Washington, D.C., she, you know, sold over a million dollars her first year wow. and um, actually got me when I was about 11 or 12 going to church on Sundays with her and she'd have me running out, putting open house signs in the, uh, you know, in, in the street on the way to church, do the open houses after then we'd pick them up. So I'd probably say about the age of 12, I was doing my first open houses, kind of, you know, touring houses, learning how that lingo worked. Mm -hmm. um, I really take it serious, seriously until I was about 19. Um, I actually started cold calling with uh, my, one of my business partners, Raphael, and um, yeah, I just saw the, the world of opportunity that we had in front of us, man. Really cool. I didn't even know what I was doing. It just, it just, it just clicked. It was really cool. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, man. Yeah, man. yeah so, um, so you, you, you got into real estate at a really young age, um, got that exposure, you, you know, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, what kind of gave you that spark to like, hey, uh, this is kind of what I want to do, you know, because uh, a, a lot of young kids get a, exposure into all different kind of things. Mm -hmm. You know, what made like real estate, like, hey, this is what I, this is my passion now. Yeah, man. Um, that's actually a really great question. And I give a big shout out to my mother. Um, ever since I was really, really young, um, she actually always gave me Legos. Right, so I always got the Legos, and I throw away the instructions. 
once building to the actual instruction. So at a really young age, um, I would build buildings, right, with Legos, and I'd let my creative mind go. And um, I was just always building at a really, really young age. And, um, and I was just exposed to a lot of uh, buildings, a lot of architecture, a lot of assets. My mother, she's actually an interior designer um, nice. for corporate companies. Um, so she does big corporate build outs and stuff. And um, uh, she was actually one of the uh, first people to be on the project for the Pentagon for Penrim. Wow. Through the happened. So I remember, you know, going into these, you know, sites like that, walking these big buildings at a really, really young age and, um, and seeing the, the, the size that life actually is able to offer you and that you can literally build all of this. Mm -hmm. um, so just at a really young age, man, I was exposed to like creating and, and being able to, um, you know, put projects together. I, you know, obviously started with Legos. But when I first started selling houses and got into real estate, it really allowed my creative mind to like, uh, you know, blossom. So it was really cool. You know, first getting into houses, obviously we started with a lot of distressed houses. Mm -hmm. I started thinking, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, this is a piece of junk right now, but hey, well, we could fix this up a little bit here, fix this up a little bit here. And then, you know, we could sell it for a lot more. And um, so I was always exposed to, you know, yard work. I was exposed to like making improvements. My parents always kept me like, just super creative and working always. So I was just always thinking when I saw something, I'm like, could this be better, right? Mm -hmm. Could it be more beautiful? Could it be more functional? Just ever since I was a young age, man, just, and, and the real estate has become my new you know? Cause you can do anything in this industry, which is great. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like it definitely brings up uh, a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Um, so uh, Javier, quick question. Um, like when you were getting started, uh, like can you elaborate a little bit more about how you got started? For sure. Um, so it was really, uh, it was, it was fun, man. You know when, because for us, I, I, you know, led a completely different story. I basically uh, had my whole life ripped out from under. Right. I had nothing at the time, man. Um, all my plans coming up to about 19 years old got pulled out from under me. I was around zero right um i'm talking negative bank account i had nothing right but then you know little by little by little i found a, a passion in motorcycles and i actually had a friend of mine rafael call me one day he's like hey man um i know that you're uh doing this motorcycle stuff you know can you you know come check out this motorcycle with me let me know what you think i was like yeah sure but like what are you doing to buy one He's like, dude, I'm doing this real estate, it's real estate wholesaling stuff. He's like, you know, let's ride and, and I'll tell you all about it, right? So just click, right? And um, basically what you know, I did is I rode my motorcycle to his house every single day. No salary, no anything. I was like, yo, I'm going to eat what I kill. I know, I see passion. I see something, I see something right here, right? So what I wanted to do is, is that I wanted to find out more about what that was. So every single day, we call him. I'd be, you know, just trying to figure out like, hey, you know, do you want to get an offer on your house? Hey, do you want to get an offer on your house? And I didn't even, there was no one teaching this, but just that feeling of me of wanting to figure this out, wanting to, to crack this code of real estate. It's Eva, dropping off soon. Oh. And, um, <laughs> what's that? Mm -hmm. Hello, recording, please. Um, 
but yeah, man. So basically, starting off, it was just relentless cold calling. It's like, yo, I just want to know what this is. Like, I just want to know. I was calling and calling and calling and calling. I got rejected so many times my first six months because I didn't even know what I was doing. Like now, we give them scripts and they're like, hey, you know, I'm calling about your house one two three Main Street, right? Dude, back then I was like, hi, this is Javier. They're like, who? <laughs> I didn't even know what I was doing. But like every time I did that, I knew I was getting closer and closer and closer to getting a yes, right? To like figuring it out. Yeah. And um, so it was really exciting. And it was really, it was cool because I got rejected so many times. And I started figuring it out. And then people were interested. And then I gave them my offer. And then they were really not interested. <laughs> I'd be calling so many times. And then I started getting a lot of people who were interested in selling their house, but not at my price. So like it just dawned on me. I was like, well, why don't I just go get my license and become a real estate agent and kind of figure out the game a little bit? Because mm -hmm. at that point, I, it's been about a year and a half. I didn't know how to make any money at that point. So I was like, I got to figure something out to keep my bills. So I had you know, mm -hmm. my first year and a half at that point, like not making any money um, at all. And, um, and so I went to go get my agent license and started pitching all these homeowners who didn't want to sell below market, uh, market value, start listing their house, listing their house, you know, little bit by little bit by little bit. And kind of found my niche and uh and becoming an agent and um and that's kind of how i first progressed into it and i found out real estate agent and um i really did, all my clients became investors and um you know they were making just tons of money off of me and i'm making what three <laughs> percent like dude i gotta this juice is not worth the squeeze so I, you know, so I jumped back into, uh, uh, you know, getting into the investing side of things, man. And, um, you know, Raphael and I just skyrocketed this whole thing, man. It's, you know, to the point now we've got a national education company. We're teaching people how to do this funny because we were doing it. I had no idea what we were doing. Now it's like we're teaching people how to get into the game, how to, you know, learn about getting your first deal. Right? Cause that's really the hardest one I think for a lot of people is getting that momentum, getting that motion going. Um, then the next part, obviously building your business past that, doing outsourcing and kind of like growing a team, that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's really, it's cool now to see where we are, where we came from, which was nothing. And now being able to actually teach, cause you don't really know what you're doing. So you teach it. So that's a big thing as we have you know, that huge education platform now that you know, we're able to teach wholesalers um, nationwide how to wholesale virtually, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, we'll we'll get into that uh, a little bit later on. You know, we'll get we'll get more info on you um, uh, a little bit towards the end. Um, so, what what was your um, biggest challenge uh, besides the call rejections uh, when you first got started, like? Was it a uh, mindset? Was it, um, what, what, what was the biggest, you know, hurdle you had to get through? Oh man, uh, the biggest hurdle, this is good. Um, I would say the biggest hurdle was understanding what was a deal. Okay. Okay. I would say the biggest hurdle going into it was, why is someone else gonna buy this from me? Right. And at a really young age, an investor told me like very clearly, it's just like, he's like, I'll buy anything from you. If you tell me how I can get my money back. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I always started to look at it, you know, it, I, I was always trying to crack this code of like, Oh man, I can buy it, you know, this percent and every, I just didn't understand the game. Right. So yeah. I was just going, I'm like, Oh, these guys are making money and you can buy low, sell high. Obviously that was really easy. 
but like understanding, you know, in our area in DC, it's like it flies off really hot, but there's some neighborhoods that are a little bit tricky, right? Mm -hmm. You get a lot of, a lot of great assets. We always want to know, Hey, what is the best work? Can I maximize my profits and still make, you know, a, a good return for, for the seller and for the investor, right? right. Also care of our company. Um, so I'd say that was the, the, the hardest part was understanding what is a deal. Um, so what I do is do I'd sat, I'd sat with the best, best investors in, in DC. I just take them out to coffee and, you know, have them break down like, okay, cool. This is what I'm expecting. What, you know, this is what my numbers say. What do your numbers say? They're like, okay. dude, you're so far off. I feel bad for you. Because <laughs> he took me to coffee, I'll tell you kind of what I'm looking at. Um, and then, uh, you know, that, I would say that was probably the biggest one was trying to understand the deals um, and just really understand how an investor saw it. Um, mm -hmm. that right. Was the time, right? Yeah. I, I don't even know what freaking real estate was. Uh, but then understanding like, you know, flippers, buy and hold developers, all that kind of stuff, man. It was, uh, that, yeah, I'd say probably that was the biggest hurdle. Okay. So basically it's just understanding each investor's criteria. Yep. And not only like, hey, it's, you know, 60, 70, 80% of ARV, but what they're actually looking at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, to a point, because it's like, the, the biggest thing, like what I've obviously concluded after many, many years that there's, you know, three things that you can do. You can buy, you can fix and flip, you can buy and hold, you can develop it, right? Mm -hmm. Period, point, point. What's a good ROI that someone's going to be looking at and how do you calculate ROI, mm -hmm. right? That's all my investors care about is cash on cash, right? Um, so it's, you know, cash on cash. Then it's just like, then you get into buy and hold, right? I'm gonna show, like, I'm like looking at the next guy. I'm like, hey, well, why is he paying, you know, 10 times as much as this guy? Yeah. Holding it over 30 years. And then it's like you get into the developers if you really want to juice deals and it's like, damn, you can make 250 on a flip? <laughs> I mean, just on a wholesale because it's like you know how to develop a property, right? So like that's that's where I'd say the, the biggest, you know, we, we've been able to expedite a little bit, just kind of look at what cash purchases on the MLS say. Mm -hmm. But man, you get into this game heavy. Like I just did a post on this on Instagram the other day. But it's just like, man, the game's going to change, especially for new wholesalers. And I'd say the number one thing no one's teaching right now is how to analyze a deal as an investor, right? Because if you can understand where they're buying and why they're buying at that point, then all we have to do is we increase our delts as wholesalers and then we can sell them, right. right? So we're always looking at, because, you know, we're always looking at ourselves, how can we maximize how much we're going to make by also bringing good value to the investor, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense because also uh, some something nowadays that maybe like three, four years ago that you don't really think about is um, three, four years ago, hard money loans were, I don't know if you sell strictly to all cash buyers or those that use hard money as well. <laughs> all my guys uh, with cash, dude, they're waiting for the recession. They're waiting <laughs> for the whole market to take. They're waiting here. They're like, I'm buying a condo in Miami. I'm going to buy this. I'm buy <laughs> when the market tanks, man, like, that's where cash is king, right? Yeah. Is where, because then leverage is low, you know, the, yes. the, the ability to get good financing during the, the recession is going to be very, very hard. So Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm trying to point at is three, four years ago, it was like 14% interest rate and like three points. Yeah. Now you could get it as low as like 8% and like one, yeah. depending on what market. <laughs> You, you let me know offline who you got lending for you, man. I think you can be best friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, what I'm trying to get at is that because of that, you, you know, as a wholesaler, you obviously want to 
you know, increase your delta so that way, because your, you know, leverage is so cheap now, it, you know, it makes it easier for you guys to get a little bit big, bigger of a spread. No wholesaler I know has made less than like 25K from, from a wholesale. Yeah, so, so it's really interesting that you actually bring that up. So I was thinking about vertical integrations, right? So when I was a realtor, right, one of the biggest things I'd always do in my listings, I would always have a lender there, right? Mm-hmm. I'd always have them, hey, you like the house? Great, my person gets you to, to where we need to go, which is closed, right? Your credit, all that stuff lines up, let's go. Um, dude, I even took it one step past, and that was um, having uh, either a hard money lender or having one of my regular lenders be able to put financing in place like a bridge loan. Mm-hmm. They would actually, we would either line up a hard money lender. So what they would do is they would close on the property with a hard, like a private loan. They'd be in there and they would go and fix it up because the house couldn't like get done with FHA or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we'd have, can I swear on this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call me, it's, it's Javier Suarez, but there's some people call me Javier Suarez. So, uh, that's one of the audience we're talking to. Um, and so the craziest thing, so like the biggest thing from start to finish, it's closing that gap. So what we were doing is I was even lining up hard money loans. So in two or three months when they're done, they could actually cash out refi into their own residence, but they could still buy my house, right? So like things we're doing right now is I'm lining up, you know, go visit my boy, Mike, uh, privatelender.com. He owns privatelender.com. How freaking money, that, that, that's the best one I've ever heard. Um, he's the biggest private money lender like you'll, you guys will ever see because he has it streamlined. And that's what we're looking at, man. If I got a house for sale, especially you, man, doing uh, your flips and everything, bro, I've got the best lenders. I got the best financing. I got the best way to take the asset down because if I can help provide you a solution on how to purchase it if you're not cash. I have a deal the other day that we're doing right now. It's a duplex, right? Everyone's like, oh, man, you know, cash at this and the hard money and blah, 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 blah. Right? I got my guy... Two hours, give me two, three hours. We'll know if you can you can buy the property or not. If you're serious, let's go, right? So being able to provide that there is really important, man. Financing, dude, they're financing education now. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. my, my own deal, I'm, it's like a used car, man. I'm, you come into my life, I'm, I'm gonna have the car, <laughs> have the financing. You wanna put LEDs in this? But I'll put a DVD, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you gotta think of all these yeah, every- but it, it helps your business ultimately, bro, because they, they buy, they win. It's, just, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, it becomes a one-stop shop, right? So my background is general contracting. So when customers come to me, hey, you got an electrician? Yeah, I got an electrician. You got a uh, plumber? Yeah, I got a plumber. You know, can you do roofs? Yeah, I got a roofer. I can do roofs. Home Depot's financing now. Yeah. You can finance exactly. all buy and all the work it's you can finance construction now like leverage crazy man everything everything is being financed you know (laughs) so we're 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 shopping uh um you know well i'm not shopping my wife's shopping she's she wants to get a tesla and i'm like all right so now we're shopping rates you know we're shopping rates and we're shopping um you know the loans now you know so she's happy as long as she's happy that's all <laughs> happy, life, happy life right i yeah. don't have a wife so i'm, so I'm just gonna <laughs> are you good you're good <laughs> <laughs> i know of at least <laughs> awesome so javier i have another quick question for you um you know can you like tell us a little bit more about your company now and what your role is 
for sure, man. Um, so our core company, I got a couple different companies, but our core company is uh, real stuff, right? What we do is that we provide discounted assets to investors where they're able to make, you know, money in real estate through opportunities we provide. Yeah. Um, and that is our back end, right? Um, we have another company, RSG Home Buyers, that actually acquires the assets for us. Um, but what Real Step is, is that we actually provide opportunities to investors to invest and make money through real estate. Um, and pretty much, you know, on a daily basis, man, I'm, I'm a janitor. That's it. <laughs> That's all us. I don't know if you guys have read Relentless uh, by Tim Grover. I absolutely must, man. Um, it, 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 it's really is, is that the one you got to be careful of is the janitor, right? They're the one who's there all the time. They're, they're late. They know every little thing that's going on in the office. Like, you know, is, is I've got a pulse on everything that's going on. And, and really at this point, I just think creatively, right? I think of, are we doing as good as we can? Are we increasing revenues to the maximum? Are we de decreasing expenses? Looking at that profitability factor. And then Sue is just, you know, as a visionary looking at, okay, where, where's the company headed, right? Uh, Pele, I don't know if you guys watch soccer or not. Um, mm -hmm. uh, he was never the best soccer player. Right. He was always a couple steps ahead. Right. So that's my job is just to be thinking forward. Right. You know, making sure we're protected, making sure is, is that, you know, we're leading more profitable. Are we growing? That kind of stuff. Is everyone happy? Like, that's my job, man. And just like, I'm in here today on Sunday. I'm yeah. like everyone's desk. I'm making sure the office is all nice. I went building shopping earlier today. We're looking at getting, you know, new, new property, like new uh, space. So I'm just, dude, you know, I'm just driving the vision, you know, making sure, you know, uh, that, that, that book good to great where they, yes. like, you know, you fill the bus with the right people in the right seats. Yeah. Right. I just make sure the bus is clean and the driver's happy, you know, <laughs> that's it, man. It's cool. Cause like yeah. as a leader, man, like, you know, I don't like micromanaging people. Right, I hire the best. I got the best team, honestly, in the nation. Dude, I put them against almost anybody. We have an amazing culture. We close a lot of deals. It's really healthy, great energy. We provide solutions to homeowners nationwide, and we bring opportunities to investors to be able to grow their businesses as well. Right. Um, you know, just all around, man. I'm just, you know, I control the energy, control the emotions here. Um, just make sure you know I create a great space that everyone can come in and then do it. You know, their God-given talents are, man. You know, I got the best acquisitions team in the in the nation, and um, you know, I've got the best marketing, um, best CMO in the nation. Um, you know, I got the best dispositions team in the nation, best TC in the nation. Um, I mean, everything, bro. Even even to like our, our our administrative assistant, Brittany, dude. Like every single person on our team kills it i mean do we have a jv department i don't do anything i don't do anything they come into me and they're like hey javi what do you think we should do here i'm like what do you think we should do here you <laughs> <laughs> make the decision i was like I, I trust you know what i'm saying so for me it's just you know kind of just creating you know making sure the atmosphere is great for everybody because we have winners man so i just i back up and i let them do their thing you know yeah what what size uh what's how many uh People are on, well, I guess staff, let's call it staff, right? Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, like, it, all, all, in all total. consider that some of like our commission guys and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so all in all, I would say like the, the team team. Yeah. Positions, we've got one, two, three, four, five on acquisitions. 
Um, and those are just dedicated reps all day. Uh, I mean, senior senior acquisition specialists, man, like they are, they're dealing with all of our clients who are interested in getting an offer, you know, dealing with client relationships, just being that first voice everyone hears. Yeah. Um, got uh, one CMO. Um, so uh, that's Lily, best in the nation. She's a quick, quick question. What's really uh, her middle name's Rainbow? She's like really quiet, but it's like if you cross her, like you bother when she's in the zone, so that rainbow turns into some, some thunder and lightning quick. <laughs> the question, uh, what's what's a CMO? Uh, chief marketing officer. Okay, so okay. The, big, the big thing here, man, is, is I run our real estate company, but we're going to be on the Fortune 500, right. So yeah. I, love, I study the greats, man. Like, that's my thing. I study the best CEOs that have ever lived. I, I go, literally, they, have, they just came out with a report not too long ago. It's like the top 100 CEOs. What's their life like? Um, literally, just I study all of them and what they do. And um, it's really cool is just that they keep a council of advisors around them always. So, like, that's why the big thing for me, marketing, that's huge. So I have the head of marketing, right? Um, you know, I have a head of operations, my COO, Nick. I mean, I've ne they're going to make a movie just off of Nick alone. He's like one of those guys like me, one in a lifetime. He's incredible, man. Um, I got a head of JV. So, like, anytime anyone else wants to work with us, I got Aaron. Um, you guys, uh, if you ever have a deal you need to sell, you reach out. It's Aaron, A-R-I-N, at realstep.com. He'll sell your deal quickly for you. Um, what else? Uh, we got Brittany. She's our administrative assistant. So she did, she takes care of everything. Like all that small stuff around the office, man. She's on top of it. Carla, she's our transaction coordinator. Um, she handles every file that goes on to making sure clients are happy. Files are closing on time, making sure these investors don't come up to us last minute, making sure closings are getting delayed or anything. Um, man. Um, so that's what five, uh, we got three in disposition. So that's eight. Eight on our sales floor. I got a three, three person, four person executive team. Uh, what is that? 11, 12, 13, 13 in office. Just kind of really lean and mean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> the thing is, man, is that with the right, the right employees, everyone wants to have these big old teams and stuff. Man, we got the right people. You can get a lot done. For yeah. sure. For sure. Now, do they, uh, now the, the, those, the staff you just talked about, are they exclusively uh, dealing with the Tampa market or are they doing uh, all the markets that you're in? All markets. So it's all actually markets. really interesting, the dichotomy, how, how we have everything set up, right? So we've got um, our front end so acquisitions, mm -hmm. all leads across all markets. Okay. So it's cool. Like it's, we're actually thinking about breaking that up so you can have specialists. They're like, you know, Hey, it seems like the weather in DC is, you know, really crappy, which it always is. Um, <laughs> it would be really plugged in with like events that happen. Right. Right. Um, but right now how we have it acquisitions handles all markets. Right. So they're all locking it up, um, you know, through there. And um, then once they get the deal, uh, they actually send it over to dispositions dispositions we've actually already gone and we've worked in a single market or not single market but each person has their territory right so if we're in nine markets which we are um i have one rep who is in three i have another that's in four i have another one that kind of actually oversees all the markets and then we'll see some markets fluctuate so then you know we'll assign markets as we go along but everyone in our company is really flexible right so if i came in yesterday and i was just like hey i need you to do this I got the, the best of the best so I can move them in case I need to. 
But um, yeah, right now, so we take everything on the uh, all markets on the front, and and then we parse it out in the back end. Because that's that's the part for us I really care about is making sure with our investors they fe they feel connected, right? Yeah. We have a system set up so we can buy and sell, or we can buy across the nationwide, no problem. But like on the back end, man, it's those investor relationships right now. It's just like you got to know your top ten investors in each market like that, man. Mm. Yeah. How do you, so quick question, how do you determine who's the top 10? Like what, what resource are you going to find that out? Um, conversation, man. You know, I told you before, it's just like, there's some things, it's just, you know, uh, <clears throat> going into real estate, mm -hmm. you don't really know what's what and who's who. Right. And this is, this is actually a really good topic. Um, is a lot of dispositions and sales, right? When you're selling the property, a lot of the times what's happening is, is that when we call the investors, um, we're always just like, Hey, I have a property for sale, right? Are you interested? Right. But when's the last time you open up your conversation? It's like, Hey, it's Javier. I, I got you on the list. It says you're an investor here. Are you buying right now? Oh, great. Hey, could you tell me a little bit about like what you're, you're looking for? Like what, what your buy box is, what location, what kind of property are you looking to buy? the hold are you looking to flip like could you tell me a little bit more about that see now i changed the conversation not about me but i'm talking about you yeah but so what we do is we teach our dispositions reps to actually have a conversation and get to know the investor because then if you know what you're looking for then the conversation goes hey well what kind of product well what kind of projects have you done oh wow you have 10 going on right now i'm putting that person pre-vip right i'm like oh my god like okay and one person's just like you know, and then you got that one that, that I love these investors like, hey, you don't know me, but you're going to know me. I got so much cash. I, got, I had one guy who goes, you look me up in Mecklenburg County. I got 150 properties. You can, you can look that one on the books. That's <laughs> why uh, so I actually got a guy who's, who's messaging me about it right now. Um, and he, and, and the, the investor's like, yeah, you can look me up on the books right now. My credit's good. I got 150 houses, blah, 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 blah. Never talked to this guy before, right? Yeah. So then we flip the script on, we're like, hey, well, matter of fact, you know what? So your buy box, you look for just regular single family cookie cutter houses. He's like, I do. I'm like, all right, cool. And you're cash. He's like, I am. All right, cool. Hey, I need you to go buy this property. Let me know if you're in trust. All right, cool. It goes by the property, checks it out. And then he goes to the bank. So boom, I, I, I see what he's done, right? I'm, I'm a man. I, I, I fact check, right? You can tell me who you are. Like, I love, you can tell me whoever you are. But once I actually heard what you're, you've done and what you're doing, that's how I know who you really are, right? So he's telling me all this cool stuff. I'm like, hey, great. Okay, send him over the contract. He signed it. He went and by the property, checked it out, signed the contract, no problem. Now he's like, hey, you know, I'm going to go deposit this in, 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 in escrow. I'm like, all right, cool. Now let's see if you really are who you say you are. Hey, I actually have another property in, in the Charlotte area. You know, can you go over and check it out after you go to the bank and deposit the EMD? goes, matter of fact, I'm going to head right over there. He was 1031, right? Uh -huh. So it's 1031. And you sell an asset before you have a lot of money that you needed to defer taxes on by acquiring other assets. So it's like, well, can you go check this one? He goes, you know what? I can do that. He goes over, he bought both of the properties, right? So when you pick up on those investors who are hot, yeah, you gotta, you gotta focus on that relationship first and ask the investor, what kind of investor are you? What kind of assets are you doing? What kind of properties are you looking to pick up? Now I'm putting, I'm filling my top 10. So what we do is do we train, and I teach because I've talked to all types of investors. I've talked to oh, yeah. those who, who will never do a deal, but they talk the best game, right? I had one, I had one investor who tried to tell one of our Dispo guys, she's like, I buy property because I care, right? 
She's like, I buy property because I'm trying to change the neighborhood. I don't even care what price I buy it for. And then he's like, he's like, dude, I got the best investor. She doesn't even care about the price. I was like, tell her you're never gonna call her again. <laughs> it's, it's like you're in the game so many times. It's like you know who's the players. You know who's not. Yeah. It's just like you know if you know your financing down pack. You know if you if 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 you have cash. If if you can show that if you have you know a, a pre approval uh, for a hard money loan and you can you can walk me through your buying process. Like, dude, I mean, I'm going to put you, so what we do is we have pre-VIP. Okay. And then we have VIP, right? So what I do is I tell all of our investors, I'm like, hey, they're like, uh, not investors, our, our sales reps. I'm like, as we're getting into this, what you want to do is, is that you want to be filling up that pre-VIP in each market because you don't know anybody yet. Yeah. Start building pre-VIP, 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 right? Because you'll have developers, you'll have agents, you'll have, you know, fix and flippers. Yeah, I mean, you'll have a multitude that you can throw in pre-VIP, but it's like, you want to see if they're really good as they say they are. And then when you get a deal, because that's all you're doing is you're building a relationship. And then when you actually get a good property or get a property, you're pitching it over to, uh, you're pitching it up to your pre-VIP. And when I tell all of our, all of our VIPs, it's like, yeah, if you want to be on my VIP list, we got to do a deal. Yeah. You big, big and bad as you say you are, you're going to have some bucks to you know, like put it, put on one property and then I'll hold you down. But I need you to show me that you can actually do what you say you do. Right. Yeah. I got, I got into, I treat my VIP so well, man. You, you show me, you trust in me. <laughs> I, one of my properties, I'll stick my neck out for you. I just did a deal. I cut 10,000 off of a price for one of our investors. We closed in four days. Wow. But he's the kind of guy, like we developed a really good relationship, right? He's one of the first people who ever called me when I stepped up to like an executive position. It took me out to lunch. He was just like, hey, man, I want to work. He was like, I'm dead ass serious. He's like, I want to work. Like, I, I want to buy 50 properties a month from you guys, right? Just in one location. So, like, those are the investors. Like, you have to realize, bro, you're only as good as your investor, right? It's anybody. Everyone thinks we're out here selling real estate, everything like that. Yeah, I can make, I can do everything I'm doing right now with, like, three or four investors in each marketplace. They'll buy everything from me. I've had investors, dude. It's crazy too, because that trust is when they actually go out on a limb and buy, like, and, and help you out. Um, because they'll listen to you, they'll look into it a little bit more in depth. I've had an investor, shout out David, man. Um, he's bought property from me well over what it needed to be. Yeah. But he trusted me. And we re we redeveloped the property. And I told him, David, this is funny how this worked out. I'm like, hey David. I'm like, I need you to buy, uh, I need you to pay $40,000 over market price for this property. Oh man. He goes, he goes, you lost your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not only am I going to be 40,000 over where I need to be, because I, he already bought a property right around the corner, like even less than what I'm, I, I was asking. He was like 60, he bought it at 60 below and I needed to buy him 60 above where he bought his last property. Market value is like, like 580. I was like, bro, I need you to buy this for me at like 620, right? Oh. And um, he's like, you lost your fucking mind. And I was like, I was like, I swear to you, I was like, buy this property for me today, and I promise I will call you on the net. I was like, hey, you can develop this, redevelop. I don't know if you can actually can. I was like, I think you can redevelop it. So you might lose a lot of money or not. I don't know, but I promise if you buy this property for me today, when I get that next juicy property, I swear I will call you. He bought the property. I called him on the next one, which is going to make him $200,000. Wow. And then he calls me a month later. He's like, hey, well, I just got the permits to redevelop the property. 
So now he's doing two condos. He's now going to make what six hundred thousand dollars on this project. He thought he was going to lose money on, right? Wow. And and then and then we ended up getting the the permits on that. Now we're doing a project literally four houses down because now we can find out we can redevelop the whole property. And it's just now because he called me one day after all of those series of events happened. He called me. He goes, Hey, Javi, when are we going to buy a property together? Because you know what I did is when I first met him, uh-huh. I had a conversation with him. I, what do you like? What do you buy? What do you, what's your family like? Why do you do what you do? Right? Yeah. And I focused on the, I focused on that relationship because it's more than just selling houses, man. But anyways, long story on how I build my top 10, man. I just, I just, that's, I, I, no, that's beautiful. I, I love it. You know, yeah. I love how you went in depth and detail. I'm sure our audience, you know, is, yeah, that, that that's a lot of value. Like to be frank, it's funny. You even mentioned all this because I was actually looking at, uh, pivoting a little bit from a lot of my flips to wholesaling, and this is just juicy, just even for me. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling yeah. you, wholesaling, especially now, boys, is really important to get that down, that that motion down, because what it is, you don't have any exposure, right? Mm-hmm. The integral part in the whole market, right? You're helping people find assets, but you're helping homeowners get out of positions where like they need to get out, mm-hmm. right? So you can provide a great solution. Right, I feel bad if anyone else went without us because we have such a great solution to being able to acquire your asset, get you to settlement. Dude, most of our homes were closing in seven days and the homeowners can stay in the property with like a post-occupancy addendum so they can get their money. They get an extra month to stay in the house and they have money to then move out, move where they want to, put down payments on the house. Dude, we're the best solution in America. Wow. Is that we don't have any exposure, right? Yeah, the exposure as far as being if the market turns, I can't sell a property, anything like that. Um, Joey and I were actually talking about this earlier. It's like, you know, there people always need to buy real estate. So all we're mm-hmm. doing is just that wholesaling is that you're providing that opportunity. Now you add another level on there, right? And you're this is where you're going to see the benefit, right? Is is that you can then cherry pick the best deals. Right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you focus on that machine. That's all wholesaling is. It's a machine, right? You build that machine to a point and then you start looking at it. And like my buy box for a couple of properties, man, it's just like, it's really, it's simple. It's sweet. Like, you know, we, we look at, you know, finding good properties significantly below where you can, you know, if I bought it and flipped it, I'm going to make money. If I'm going to do a buy and hold, I can, you know, make money out of the cash out refi. And then I'll be able to, uh, to have a strong uh, cap rate. And it's just like when those properties come up, you know your numbers to a team, right? And then you can snipe and pick the ones that you want to pick. And then you don't have to pick the ones that you don't want to pick. And you make 15, 20, freaking 100, $200,000 off of it, man. Yeah. You know, so it's, so it's a win-win. But that's how I see wholesaling, bro. You know what's really funny? I don't even have a real estate company, right? I, I don't. I have a tech company. I have a call center, right? That's all I have. I have a tech company. I have a call center. I don't do real estate. And so you at like real step, we don't close on our assets. We strictly wholesale. It's the definition of wholesale is transacting something without taking title. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a really important part, but it's not a real estate company. It's a tech company. Right. And that's all you're doing. So now you add, like you said, your real estate company on top of that, then you become your own buyer. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, we're selling residential housing now, dude. We get into multi. I did this weekend. I nerded out Friday night. Had Ben and Jerry's on my laptop. Anyway, shout out some of my ice cream cakes earlier. But I was out. I was just nerding out, eating ice cream, and I wrote a new code, like a tech company, for example. And bro, we can look at uh, multifamily deals. 
within five minutes and I know if it's a good deal or not, right? That's amazing. Now is, is that now that machine's gonna grow from residential, we're gonna grow into multifamily, we're gonna grow into development, we're gonna grow, you know, keep growing and growing and growing. But like that's what we really want to focus on, man, is is that machine and then you tier it on top with that real estate company, right? Of like, you know, for the properties you want to buy and all of that because you know that's that's the that's the beautiful thing and also the ugly thing about wholesaling is, is that it's quick and it's it's easy. But then on the other side is that when you're done, you're out of the deal, right? So if you layer it on top and you pick your best properties, right? Then when you're out of the deal, that's great. You all your company gets the benefit of that. But then, then if you cherry pick on top of that, the best deal, you'll be able to have that generational wealth. You'll be able to rent out. You'll be able to have those cash multipliers of being able to go on top. I mean, bro, we have, we have an agent company on top of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we try and tier as much as we can on top of this of being able to like not miss any angles, you know? That's beautiful. That's a cool thing about wholesaling. You're in and you're out. But that's why that's why like I really like focusing on the wholesale company before like asset acquisition. Mm-hmm. We're we're trying to get out as many assets as possible right now. Makes sense. Yeah. That's beautiful. Because then when the market cracks, baby, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where we do we've been meeting with, you know, a lot of billion dollar developers and um, you know, big, big players in the nation. And they're like, when the market turns, you buy the land. Right, you develop, right? Like that's that's where you look at, and that's the game that you play, you know. So it's it's really, really, really good stuff right now. But um, that's why I do. That's why I love wholesaling. It's a machine, dude. Oh, man. It's, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Sorry, say again. No, I was like, it's all about creating systems, basically, rather than um, you know, it's all transactional, rather than uh, actually like going through and doing the full rehab, things like that. Does that make sense? hundred percent, man. Yeah. yeah so, so I love this industry. Man. Go ahead, Joey. Sorry. No. Background, so it's just like, dude, I'd be sitting on and I'd be doing transaction after transaction. It takes, you know, for their 30 to 45 days. Right. Um, but like now we're in wholesaling. I got deals closing in seven to 14 days, man. We're just turning them quick. And, um, and, and it's really cool, especially like to go on as far as an operator and executive's concerned, the best, the best businessmen are able to figure out by the time you acquire a client to the time you get the contract to the time you settle, how do you close that gap, right? Cash conversion, right? Mm-hmm. So the faster that you can close that gap, right? It reduces your exposure. So like, even if you have your wholesale company on the front side, you're able to speed up that process by being able to transact that property quickly to your real estate side. So you make the money on your Delta quick, right? And then the next exposure is passed to the next company. So the wholesale company, you, you know, you're able to keep running and, and, and running and gunning. And um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Jim, Jim Kittredge. I actually have a podcast with him coming up in, in, a, in two hours. He says, uh, you can make money in any cycle as long as you know what part of the cycle you're in. That is wisdom, right? That's good. That's, That's beautiful. Good. Yeah. It's really, really good stuff, man. Um, yeah, guy always told me, you know, you make your money when you buy the real estate. That's it. He's got that's, buy that's so true. That, that's so one, true. one of your other people asked, uh, is wholesale safe when you're jumping into real estate for the first time? Uh, yeah, it's actually the safest, I think. Um, it, you just kind of have to know what you're doing, right? Because the barriers of entry are, are a little bit or a lot less. Um, I would say getting into real estate wholesaling if you buy low enough, 
you'll always be protected, right? So someone asked me, it's like, what are you going to do in the market uh, market turns? I'm going to buy lower, right? <laughs> yeah, lower. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just going to go lower, right? So like right now, um, I mean, we, we built out algorithms and everything like that. Now that I kind of know my buy box is pretty good, but I'll just drop it 20, 30%. Because on average, any investor will buy a property at 70% of what it's worth. Right. Rob Chavez taught me that. Shout out, Rob. Man. I love you. He's my first mentors in real estate. Um, but one of the best things I ever learned was buying low, you know? So if I buy lower within the next guy's for sure going to buy this thing, I'll make money. Right. Yeah. So I would say it's extremely safe where if like, you know, you want the agent route, you want anything like that. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants retail. Everyone wants market where when it comes to real estate wholesaling, if you get a property under contract well enough, Right, and I find a buyer above that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Utah, that's a lot more secure than anything else, right? And to and to why, dude? Why I love wholesaling too. We sell money. Like you're selling profit. You're selling equity. Like if people really know what equity is, like I'm selling you an opportunity to make a lot of money. And depending how you play it, you can make. A lot of money now you can make a lot of money down the road you can make a lot of money right now and down the road <laughs> there's a million and ten ways to do this thing but like i'm 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 creating opportunity for you to make money right and that's how we position for everyone we're like you're a fool if you don't buy for months right because we we underwrite our deals right like i put my name on every single deal that comes by and i'm like i would buy this myself right i'm focused on my machine right to be honest, we're, we're running full speed of commercial. So we're trying to, we're getting a little past this residential stuff, but it's fun, man. Because if you put, if you look at it as an investor, every single time, even when the market goes down, if you put your name on every single deal that goes through, like that comes off differently to your investors, right? Like I'll pick up the phone with our sales guys, right? I'm trying, I'm teaching them to be investors themselves. Ideally, dude, I don't want to have to sell to any outside investors. I want to buy some deals. I want to sell deals to our acquisitions people, to our salespeople. I'd love to have this all in-house if I could. But I got to teach them this, right? I got to teach them the game. I got to teach them how to, how to analyze the deal. How, how is this person buying? How is this person buying? How do you find out if they're buying at this? What's their buy box? Like, how, you know, what price per square foot are they doing in renovations in the house for, right? Like, all that kind of stuff, I'm trying to teach them the game. Because then when you start looking at it and you start selling your properties, basically to say, hey, I'd buy this for myself, but I actually got you my VIP list. And I think you find this really interesting too. When I put this, put that on my name on my property saying, hey, you know what? I expect $60,000 to be a renovation. And they tell me, hey, you know what? I could actually do this back in, I could do this for $40,000. Now we're having a conversation, right? Because you know what you're talking about, right? These investors can smell bullshit a mile away, man. But if you name on every single deal that goes in, and, you, and this is why you guys really should look at wholesaling, man, because you probably come across a lot of properties that you don't buy, right? But there's someone else who might pay a little bit more. There might be someone who can get their construction costs a little bit lower than you, right? Like there's other people who would find value in that because you might just be a couple thousand dollars off of your properties. The wholesale, take down the ones that you want, right? But you know the deal, right? You already know it. So if you, if you can speak about that and like speak as an investor, that's my favorite line. Hey man, I'd love to take down this property if I could, but I live in Florida. This property is in Atlanta, right? <laughs> like, like that is, they're like, oh shit, you know, that's a good point, right? Hmm. Like I got pictures. I already know what's going on with it. I'd love to buy this myself, but I don't got a crew. Do you got a crew? Oh, shit, yeah, I'll 
probably all the time. Hey, great, man. It's going to be a great fit. Drive by. Tell me if you like it. Right? So, and, and that's where, and like, dude, I mean, you have construction crew, stuff like that. There's so many million ways you can take this business, man. But at the end of the day is that I, you know, we got a lot of people, guys, who do, you know, fix and flips and buy and holds and everything. If you just pivot that a little bit and you start building that wholesale model out and you start generating it, dude, then you're just picking the best deals, man. That's beautiful. Yep. So how, um, I know you've given so much value right now. Um, what is some advice you could give to some of the, uh, uh, the audience who's basically who's a beginner, you know? Oh man. Um, I would say the first thing is set your five-year goal. Set your five-year goal. It's like a GPS, right? You got to put that flag in the ground to say, where do you want to be in five years? Right? Yeah. Where do you where do you want to be in five? Where am I going? Right? Because it's funny, like through my whole process and stuff, it's like people come up to me, my business partner, and there's been like, hey, you know what? Like, how does it feel to be where you're at right now? Hmm. And I'm like, dude, mentally, I was here five, six years ago. I was like, I've, I've been here, right? I used to go to my, I had a little office in my parents' house room. I'd come, I'd sit at the desk, man. I'd have like my own board meetings in my head. Like, imagine I had like 20 people in front. Um, so I would say start with the end in mind as cheesy as that sounds is that, you know, at 19, I literally, I was thinking like, yo, who do I want to be? What do I want my life to look like? Yeah, I got a, a sheet. I got to find it somewhere. Um, it's like six or seven like pages taped together. And I drew out my whole mansion, like how I want my, my house to look like the cars I want to buy. Like I did the whole dream board stuff, but I made it really clear when I first got started. I was like, what do I want to be me? I want to be a developer. Right? I want to develop the coolest properties that the world's ever seen. Right, That is my stamp that I'm going to leave on the world. By news is that what's step one? Right, like What's the first thing I have to do? Okay, I have to figure out how to do a deal. Right, okay. Step number two, how do I do uh, more deals? Right, How do I find deals? Uh, and then it's, you know, you know, uh, you know, you grow a team, da-da-da-da-da. Um, so first thing I'd say, start with end in mind. Um, second, is research how to be a leader. I would say that is the biggest thing. Uh, dude, my brother, my business partner, Raphael, taught me that the earliest thing in the game was, I asked him, I'm like, yo, what real estate book should I read? Only thing he gave me was the 20, 21 Laws of Leadership. Um, I think about, uh, what is it, John Maxwell or someone like that? Yeah. Um, I've, got, I've got that workbook out. I got literally every girl on our team right now they're reading that book and I have them do a book club on the first thing anyone who joins my team, you learn how to be a leader, right? Even as a bottom level, you learn how to be a leader. I'm going to teach you leadership principles, right? Because what I want to do is I want to create leaders so we can keep growing this company. So I'd say second, so first is set your goals. Second is learn to be a leader. Learn how do leaders act? How do leaders perform? What makes a good leader? Right? Because that's all you're going to do in your business. You're going to lead. You're going to lead your clients. You're going to lead your investors. You're going to lead your salespeople. You're going to lead your virtual team. You're going to lead, right? So I'd say learn how to be a, a, be a leader. Um, uh, third, be a, a, find a mentor, right? Find someone who's going to, someone who you want to be. That's the best principle I applied. I took me five years to figure this one out. I'd find someone who exactly is where I want to be, or at least in that same direction. Um, you know, bring them on as a mentor, just, just 
if you have to pay, pay, if you have to sit there and work for them for free, do that. So many people, it, I, I admire it. So many people want to jump in head first and they want to say like, hey, I want to start my real estate business, do everything like that. I'd say, dude, my first couple years, I went two years without making a dollar, right? And then I did a deal and I spent it. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So when I got a mentor, I got a couple mentors. And um, you know, he taught me the game. He taught me how to cold call. He taught me how to do a lot of great stuff. And um, now that's the same principle I have. I have a spiritual mentor. I have a, a business mentor. Uh, and I have a physical mentor, right? Um, that I work out a lot with. And in all three of those angles is I have a mentor who's teaching me, right, to do where I, what, where I want to go, where I want to be. Um, and dude, I, I'll just end on this one. Fourth, getting into this game, give more than you receive. Yes. That's the biggest thing For that sure. I learned in this whole business, man, is I always had that mentality of how can I bring more value to people than, than I'm receiving, right? Dude, when I was young, when I first got in this game, I didn't have any money. I remember driving, I'd drive around for dollars. Like I, I would just go around and fucked up houses and I'd be looking around. But I always had a bag of sandwiches. And every time I saw a homeless person, I'd give him a sandwich. I said, one guy was like, uh, I, well, one guy was riding around with one time. He was like, yo, why don't you put your business card? And I'm like, bro, I'm not doing this to promote myself, right? I'm doing this to elevate the world, you know? I see someone who has less than I do. My dad, I don't know if you guys know this, but my dad passed when I was two, right? And and that was, you know, it stuck with me, but his always thing was, uh, he, he was like someone, you know, on his deathbed. They're like, you know, <laughs> are you mad, sad, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, my mom was crying and stuff. And he goes, it's okay. Don't, don't be sad. He's like, someone else got it worse than you, right? Take that, you know, be the light, right? So like, so that was really big for me, man, is just, in every situation I ever went into, I was wanting to know how can I make this a more positive situation? How can I bring a very positive impact and bring value to what's going on here, no matter what's you know what's going on? You know, and that's just how the world works, man. You end up receiving plentiful, which is great, but like ultimately, just just being you know, give more than you receive, man. I'd say that starting off because we try and we go in, we want to make that quick buck. Yeah. But bro, like that's not how the game works, right? You'll you'll get a couple quick dollars if you burn a couple people here and there, but do that karma comes back tenfold, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Never. never it, it's a small community, you know. No matter how far you where you think you are, even the world, man. It's yeah. just like, yo, you you put good into the world, bro. You'll get good, right? I've been a bad person, man, and and a lot of bad things happen to me, right? And I don't want to. I don't like that. I don't want, I don't want that in the world, right? One day I'll have a, a son or a daughter and like, I want them to look back and be like, yo, my dad was a good man, you know? So I say going into this, every single deal that you do, say, how can I come into these positions and how can I positively impact the world? Not even the industry, but how can I impact the world, bro? I had one lady got robbed. She got robbed uh, by like, you know, uh, like credit stolen or something like that. And she had literally like $200 in her bank account. She couldn't even pay for dinner that night with her kids. But we were working on getting her house sold. I went into wholesale it. We were going to make 100000 on it, right? Wow. I walked into it. And I'm, I'm an agent in Washington, D.C. too. I went into the situation and I saw that. And I saw, hey, if I waited one more week, if I gave her one more week to, to put this on the market and market it and everything, what I would be able to do is I'd be able to get her an extra 100000 Everybody was like $85,000 that she would get instead, right? Because I knew someone would buy this at that price. So what I did is I backed out. 
And I was like, hey, you know what? We could wholesale this right now, but you know, I, I think realistically, it, it makes more sense for you at this point to, to do this with what, what is right, right? In a situation like that, I bought her dinner for two nights. You know, we, we bought a little bit of time and she was able to trust me and, and really be a positive impact to her and her family and, you know, get them back on that right foot and, and be a positive impact because you never know that that life that you change. You know, Tupac said, I'm never going to change the world, but I'm going to change. The, uh, I'm going to be the voice who influences the one who does. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's all, I'm, that's all I am, man. I'm just a light in this world. You're a beautiful guy, man. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, so, uh, Javier, I know you mentioned a few books, uh, while, you know, like uh, throughout our podcast, but are there any books or podcasts or YouTube channels that you'd recommend? Oh, man. Um, yes. So it's not even really just a podcast because I'm really big on mindset and mentality. Um, just anything Kobe Bryant mentality-wise. Um, that's, that's how I start every day. Um, you know, on my ride to work, um, but you know, I, I, I listen to Kobe Bryant for about 10, 15 minutes every single day before I get my day started. Um, Ed Milet, Max Out, his podcast, phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, who else? Um, you know, I would definitely, definitely read, um, Eat the Frog by Brian Tracy. It's about doing the hardest things uh, first in your day, right? Doing the yep, getting yeah, getting the hardest things done first earlier in your day. Um, I don't want to overload the people too much. I would do the Twenty One Laws of Leadership workbook. I got that at one one book for everyone on our team here. Um, dude, the art of art of the deal, bro. I love Trump. Trump is is probably one of the wisest deal makers I've ever seen, man. I study his techniques. I study how he put development stuff. So if you're interested in development, actually learning how to do that, he drops a lot of gems in that book. Phenomenal. Uh, Relentless by Tim Grover. Crazy good book, man. He uh, He's the mental coach for Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, all these top performing athletes. Um, so just I put that on audiobook and I read at the same time to help speed up my reading. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just reading those, man, just, I'm really big about mentality, man. I love champions. I love champions, man. Um, I'm not really big on podcasts too much. You guys will learn about me. I just love cars. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm ever on YouTube, man. It's funny. I just watch car videos, man. I just like, uh, I love car videos. Cause like, that's just me. Like I, I love, you know, I, I love beautiful. I love where beauty and efficiency are married, right? Like that, like a Ferrari. Why is the Ferrari so freaking cool? You go so fast and it's so good looking, right? <laughs> so just that harmony, man. Um, what else would I watch? Um, I keep it pretty simple, man. You know, I keep it really, really simple. Um, yeah, I would say that just getting started. You know, there's all the next level like real estate development and stuff you can read, but um, yeah. that's about it, man. Yeah, obviously, obviously your guys' podcast. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, uh, we're just gonna jump into um, you. Th- so the real step. Uh, I, I'm not sure what you call it. Uh, a mentorship program, or or um, you, you know the the real estate education course. course. Uh, tell tell the audience a little bit more about that. You know um, h- how that came into being and what it's actually all about.
Man, um, it's about real operators teaching real live strategy, real business, talking about really what works. Um, so our education platform is Real Empire, right? You guys probably seen it with the hats, with the 100s and stuff. Is sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our brand is Real Empire. You can actually go to realempire.com. Um, I mean, we've got probably the best students in the nation. And I say that not just because they're awesome, <laughs> but because they kick ass. And like, we, what we do is we teach on a daily basis, man. Like, I'm in my office right now. And what we do is do, we get on calls, like in the middle of our work days. We have a call literally for an hour every single day. And we teach about what strategies we're doing and what work. Mm-hmm. And like, I've had students that, that you know, take literally things that I teach at one of our classes and they'll implement it like texting, for example, right? I told them like, hey, you know what? This is a great texting strategy. Within two days, secured a $20,000 contract and sold it. Wow. Right? Because what we do is like we're doing lifetime stuff, right? So if like, you know, what we were tired of is like people who are in the industry and they'd be teaching about stuff that works a while ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the so-called gurus. Yeah, gurus, right? We're gurus, right? We do that. So (laughs) the big thing for us is that like, I mean, we're very transparent about what we do, man. It's like, we're not, we don't hide anything in our business. Like we know exactly what works and we know what doesn't work. And like a lot of these mentors are, are scared, I think, of exposing like their real companies and what they're really doing. So the thing is for us, man, we're real operators. That's why hence it's like real, real everything, right? So yeah, like I said, if you guys want to check it out, we have everything from, you know, elite executive uh, mentoring um, all the way down to like, we have online modules of how to do your first deal, right? You know, how to do cold calling, how to train your acquisitions team. I have our acquisitions team actually watch our models that we do. Um, and yeah, man, our big thing though is, is we did our first event last year uh, and the one year anniversary is actually coming up for it um, in January. I think it's January 17th. They're going to get so mad if I get this wrong. Um, <laughs> it'll have all the events there or you can follow me on Instagram, Suarez underscore capital with an A, C-A-P-I-T-A-L. Um, and I'll post all the event stuff on there. Um, but yeah, dude, we actually had, it's cool. I'll give you a little story of last year. So our, our events, we do, we have about 200 to 300 people show up to our events, which I'd love for you guys to actually come and, and be a part of that. Oh, we'd love to. It's going to be down here in Tampa, I think. And, um, it's such a good weekend, man. We do it normally like Thursday to like Sunday. We go out at night, have a great time. But during the event, we actually open up completely, pull the curtains back to, uh, to, to what we do. And we put me, my COO, founder of the company, Raphael, we, everyone gets on stage and we start just sharing massive, massive, massive value, right? We actually have one of our students, shout out Esteban if you're on the call right now. Um, dude, we had, he, he came to the event, it was $5,000. He came to the event, took the strategy, I think he even borrowed the money. And I think he borrowed the money while he was in debt, I think. He left the event with just what we taught him within the first couple of weeks. He secured a $90,000 deal. Wow. wow. Came back, reinvested it, and he's one of our executive clients now, just killing it and killing it and killing it. And it's really cool, too, because even he probably doesn't want me to share this, but whatever. Is he even came up to me and he's like, dude, I, you know, probably a month or two ago, and he's like, dude, I'm having an issue with my business, right? And, and you know, the progression, you know, you do your first deal, and now you have to build a team, build consistency, doing all of that. Yeah. You know, we help, we help you in every level of that. Dude, he came to me and was like, dude, I'm having an issue, right? And what we did is we just dissected his business really quick. So I, I have issues in my business. 
And within five or 10 minutes, we were able to analyze the problem, handle it, and then help him open it, open a new market right after. Um, and, and that's the kind of level, like for me, I'm just a performance junkie, right? I just, I love, I love being able to see results, right? Because that's when you know, like seeing results is great. And then you can see results for someone else. You, you can go out and party and you can have some good times. You can have war stories and stuff. Like that's, I mean, that's what this is all about, man. You know, this whole movement, it's about being a real operator, just being real, being true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't hide anything. Don't pump anything up. Like, we know things are good and bad, man. And we just roll with it. Yeah. That's the thing about business. You got you to gotta be real with yourself. So, yeah, if you haven't checked it already, it's realempire.com. Uh, just go ahead and sign up there. What we do is we'll actually have one of our, uh, our team members reach out. Just kind of see what package and what tier works best for you. If you have any questions, you can message me at Suarez underscore capital on Instagram. Um, yeah, man. Just I, that, that was the biggest thing is that no one was teaching us when we came up, man. So, like, we wanted to be that positive impact and show other people, like, it's possible, you know? Definitely. That makes sense. Yeah, so uh, Instagram, is that the only way to reach you? Uh, how about Facebook? Um, yeah, I think – I don't even know what my Facebook is anymore. Um, I'm, I'm on Facebook. You can just look me up, Javier Suarez. Um, I'm going to see what my little thing is. My little, like, little URL code. So apparently, <laughs> this name's great. So you can actually find me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Jobs. S-T-E-E-Z-E-J-O-B-S. That is a real name. I'm like, I'm obsessed with Apple, guys. Like, um, you know, that whole movement and stuff, like, see Steve Jobs is like, one of my idols, like one of the heroes to me growing up. He was just an absolute, just revolutionary. And um, yeah, so that's mine. It's facebook.com slash jobs. But I'm rarely on Facebook, guys. So if you want to follow me, just follow me on Instagram, Suarez, S-U-A-R-E-Z underscore capital C-A-P-I-T-A-L. Um, that's the easiest way. Just message me directly, man. I get back to everybody. I do love Instagram. Awesome. And um, so Javier, I uh, want to thank you for, you know, getting on the call with us. Um, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, so thank you for getting on the call with us, man. We really enjoyed having you here. Um, yeah, you, you brought a tremendous amount of, of value. So we really look forward to doing, boys. I really do. You have no idea how much I appreciate you guys having me on this call, man. It's, yeah. it's humbling. It's really, really humbling, and you know, I look forward to our journeys just growing together, guys. I love having you have you guys down here in Tampa as well. Yeah, uh, we have our event in January, so I'll, I'll follow up on some details with that to you guys. But I really do appreciate the time, boys. I really do. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, please let us know. Uh, you know, we'll come down. Yeah, thank you. We'll celebrate. <laughs> there you uh, go. There we go. All right. Well, take care. <laughs> Um, let's do this again shortly. Hey, I want you guys to actually interview um, some other people on my team as well, too. So we'll set that up, too. So. Absolutely. We're real okay. operators. I got some really, really cool people y'all can uh, take. You got some killers back there. Dude, I, got, <laughs> I got killers on my team, and too. It's just like this, this the real estate, the education stuff, too. It's a network, right? And I've, I, have some, I have some of the coolest people you'll ever meet or a part of our network. And dude, I mean that you guys can interview. Like, shout out Dan and Elliot. They came to our class uh, or to one of our events uh, last year, and they went from rehabbing and flipping nationwide 
uh, to actually moving their operation to Medellin, Colombia from the wow. virtual wholesaling principles that we've been able to teach them and bro, they're killing it. Like they're, they're, they're huge. So, <clears throat> so it's like little things like that, man. This is all a journey. We're just coming together. So if you guys want to interview anyone, anyone like that too, just let me know guys on Instagram too. If you think you should be on their podcast, which I think you should, I got some great followers here. Just go ahead and, and at yourself uh, and, and just you know, in the comments or just message me and just be like, Hey, you know, I'd love to, you know, this is my story. This is, you know, what I would love you know, to share in the world. We'll see if we can set something up with. So hey guys, once again, what, what's your podcast name? It's a newbie real estate investors of New Jersey, actually. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And guys, we're going to post that up a little bit later. Hey, everyone on this call, give them a follow, uh, give them a shout out. A lot of love guys here and we're, you know, the light. So I think we, we, we all shined as kings today for sure. Yeah, definitely. Thank you again. Uh, thank you again, uh, Javier. Have a good one. Take care. Have a good one.